In this video, we are hanging out with Alex Cooper, most known as WP Ego. Uh, we'll talk uh, with Alex about how he started his awesome career as a YouTube uh, as a YouTuber, how he was able to quit his job and work on his own business, as well on how he built his YouTube channel to over forty-five thousand subscribers, how he makes money online, and hopefully. Some of these things that we're going to talk about today will inspire you to start your own business. What's going on, everybody? Adrian Diaz here with Hasta La Vista Boss, the place where ambitious people like you and I, we talk about how to create a, a side hustle, make it profitable, quit our jobs, and become our own bosses. I hope this sounds uh, like a good goal to have, and um, if that's the case, then let's get into it. Alex, welcome to Hasta La Vista, boss. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome, Alex, to have you, uh, and I'll share a few things that um, that you inspire me. Uh, I think I mentioned this a few times to you on Facebook and stuff like that, but uh, I don't think I had the uh, you know the uh, the uh, how do you say the opportunity to uh, say to arrange you. it but then yeah we suddenly <laughs> both thought of it the other night and here we are <laughs> the universe works in mysterious ways that's it um before i go uh, before i move on uh i want to welcome everybody here on the chat on youtube uh ahmed dana uh Sidetech, helen uh steve alex mugs alex cocker who else is in here? It's everybody here. It's a full house. Wow, I never saw so many people. <laughs> and that's thanks to you, Alex. <laughs> uh, um, so if you guys have any questions, like I've seen Carla as well, Excellence, uh, Excel. If you have any questions, drop the question in the, um, in, in the uh, comments in there. Put some asterisks or something so I can see the question. And if you're brave enough, you can join us here um, uh, on the live stream. Uh, the link to the live to the Zoom meeting it's on Facebook, on Alex group Facebook or on the Hasta La Vista Boss Facebook group as well. Alrighty, let me get back to you, Alex. And I love, I, I love, I, I see that the background on the on the screen here, and it looks so, it looks so awesome. Um, Thank you. For those who don't know you, Alex, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit, like who you are, what you do, where you based? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, so for those of you that haven't uh, seen my stuff before, I've got a channel on YouTube. I create videos around, well, I originally started creating videos around WordPress. And then I moved into creating affiliate marketing websites with WordPress. And now I guess the majority of my content is around affiliate marketing and making money online. But obviously, we still use WordPress quite a lot because it's probably the best thing to use to create an affiliate marketing website. So, yeah, I guess my channel is a mixture of WordPress and affiliate marketing and putting the two together. I try and keep it real. Um, I'm not one of those polished guys with a Lamborghini or anything like that. And I've got a very messy office. I'm very unorganized, as any of my regulars will know. But, you know, I just try and share what I'm doing. I've got a case study site, actually, that I've um, been working on it for the last year and been posting regular videos on how that's doing and all the work I've been doing on it. And, you know, everyone seems to really enjoy that. And um, yeah, the site's doing really well. I think it's on for its best month ever, probably this month, which is, is weird because I'm in a niche. Uh, it's roof boxes, if you haven't seen it. The roof boxes you put on your car to, to take around extra stuff. 
which I thought would be in decline because people aren't going camping as much as they were because of coronavirus and everything. But yeah, this month looking really good, even after the Amazon commission changes as well. So um, obviously I'll, I'll do an update on that on my channel soon. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff. Um, where uh, where people can find more about you? I mean, uh, it's it's what's the best place uh, actually people to find more about you and what you do? Um, yeah, just check out my channel, WP Eagle. You find it. I'm sure Adrian will put a link somewhere, maybe below yeah, this video, to the channel. Do check it out. And I'm also on Facebook as well as you mentioned. So um, I've got a page and also a group. Be good to see you there if you if you want to join WP Eaglers. And we're a growing community. We're small but friendly and. Uh, will make you feel welcome. <laughs> I mean, being small as well, it's great because, uh, you know, it's easier to make friends and uh, and uh, actually uh, talk about stuff than I've seen some groups that are like 50,000, 60,000 people. It's kind of a little bit more difficult to see who who is who and, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's about six, maybe 700 now in the Facebook group. And, yeah, we've got a lot of crossover. So Helen's in the chat and yeah. Carl is in the chat. I see, and SciTech and Dana, they're all in the group. They've, <laughs> and, you know, they've all kind of been networking with each other and they've made relationships. And I know that the, Helen's been working with a few of you guys and yeah. you know, there's a lot of crossover. So, um, yeah, and we're all just sharing experiences because I think one thing that people forget um, when they're thinking about working from home and being their own boss is that you start to kind of miss out on the human interactions because... You know, when you work for someone else, you tend to go to a place of work, you go to an office or whatever, and you get to meet people and talk and share your work with other people. Whereas when you're working for yourself, then you don't get much of that. And it can be quite lonely when you're at home. And uh, and even when you go out, I mean, your friends and family, they probably don't know what you're doing or what you, you know, what affiliate marketing is or any of that stuff. So to be in a group with like-minded people that are doing similar stuff, you can share experiences and, you know, it's really helpful. Yeah, I, I like it. I like that. Uh, I like that idea and um i mean i i'm always i'm a social guy and i really i make friends easily and if if i don't i if i don't have someone to talk to about this stuff i go crazy i go nuts because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my most of my friends they're construction workers they don't understand things about internet you know and no. google uh, and seo and stuff like that so <laughs> they don't know what the hell you're up to yeah what the hell is this guy doing He's doing some shady stuff you know stealing stuff <laughs> yeah that's what i think i think mean, most people that don't know about internet marketing they just think it's all a big scam and it can look a bit scammy when you look at some of the courses and things and some of the, the gurus out there uh, it can come across as just a big scam but obviously there's a lot of other people that attest to me to to the fact that it's not a scam and you can actually make a, a really good living of doing some stuff on the internet Sure stuff. Um, I want, like I was saying earlier, I want to give you some credit because um, before I started my online career, like it's still part time. You know, I'm still not the boss, but I'm on the way. Um, I'm on my way to become the boss. But when I've started, I before joining uh, and following Doc Cunnington. Oh yeah, you are the guy who actually started to watch on YouTube, like after watching like shit loads of videos with <laughs> how to make money online and was those, you know, uh, make money overnight or stuff like that, you yeah, know, yeah. always scammy and crappy stuff. So I said, okay, I, I found your one, I can't remember what it was, but it was one of your tutorials. And um, look, I even gonna share my screen quickly with everybody and even with you. So maybe you can remember uh, this kind of, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the kingdom site. Yeah, 
the kingdom style i mean this website is not live anymore i've abandoned it because uh um because it was hacked as well you know and i said you know i just yeah i, I don't have you time know, you gotta start somewhere uh exactly and and to be honest uh this gave me so much um it pumped me up you know i i, I said okay i can put this thing together and for somehow people was finding this website i don't know how the hell they were finding it yeah. <laughs> because there's i mean i had only two posts on it on the blog because if you remember when you were doing this kind of websites you were uh, basically um putting the products on on the website you you're not having yeah it was easier back then you just pull a whole load of products down from amazon you had access to the api back then it was easier yeah and yeah weirdly the sites would get traffic and, and make a little <laughs> bit of money the more you did work to them the more money they'd make and i've got a few sites that are like that that are still earning me a, it's not a lot of money but it's a trickle yeah <laughs> well this one made me like uh i don't know if it made more more than 200 pounds on its lifetime but that proved me that hang on a second so alex is teaching uh through these tutorials is teaching how to build websites uh and i actually made some money out of this thing okay <laughs> so i proved myself that you know you can you can make money online <laughs> basically yeah yeah so um from yeah, then once you made that first dollar that's it oh yeah 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 that's it i mean i was by i was beaten by the uh by the uh, how do you call it by the um virus if you want <laughs> yeah the bug you're bitten by the bug or whatever they call it <laughs> yeah you caught it and that's it you once you made that first dollar then you just want to make more uh so uh, thank you for that i mean this is um uh, this if you remember was uh, the boots website that you were building yeah yeah i remember i've still got that site and you in fact i'm thinking i might give it away in one of my live streams soon. Mm. i've abandoned it and it's good idea it still makes money in the winter oh i'm, I'm sure it does very seasonal uh, it's seasonal right yeah because yeah. the boots are for uh winter time right yeah, you don't see many women in big old boots in the uh, in the summer. <laughs> that's when you need the flip flop site. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's when I that's uh, I mean after I've done this website and I've kind of uh, kind of proved myself that okay, so you can actually create a website, put some products products on it. Now what? Now I mean I can make money, but now what? I want to learn more. So. That's when I uh, started to follow Doug Cunnington because you had an interview with him uh, selling a website, you know, for quarter million of dollars or something like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he he sold his site, his first site for seventy thousand, was it or more? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, it was it was nice money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, yeah, so thank you for for teaching me how to build a website. <laughs> basically. Well, thank you. That was one of my most successful tutorials on YouTube, in fact, that one. Um, and, I don't know how that happened. And I find that with YouTube, you just keep getting putting out content and, you know, each video gets a similar amount of views. And then suddenly you do one and it just gets this momentum going and yeah. just goes to the moon. And um, it was happy days then. I mean, <laughs> I was, though, you know, I, I regret a few things. Back then I was re recommending HostGator as my hosting um, partner. I use, I use your link. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people use my link, and and they pay quite a lot in commission. Although on the other side of it, they also take a lot of affiliate commissions away from you. So that's one thing I didn't like about them. But yeah, back then when that video was at its peak, 
the commission from HostGator. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like the... that anymore because I don't recommend them anymore because they're not a very nice company and mm. they've gone downhill and they take your affiliate commission. So, oh, really? The month you go, oh, wow, I've signed up 100 people. And then when it came around to payday, they'll go, actually, no, there's only, only 30 of them are real customers. Right. And you go, well, I can actually see the guy's website. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, um, uh, to be honest with you, I when I've started, I because uh, I've followed the your tutorial, so I've used as you've seen uh, Kingdom Theme, which yeah. I I started to hate after use after building that website. It was such a <laughs> not, pain. Not a great theme. No, it was such a pain yeah. in the ass to change stuff around. But I said I don't care. I just want to start with whatever you were teaching, you know, step by step. Just go with what the guy is saying. Um, so I I've used HostGator for a, about a an year or a an year and a half. And it was great, you know. It was great because I, I I didn't have to pay loads of money like you pay now for hosting, like SiteGround and other good companies. Yeah, they were cheap. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, they were cheap, and I didn't have much traffic. So what's the point? Yeah, you know what I mean. It was it was giving me um, a way to play at building websites uh, yeah. and, and not spend a lot of money just to prove myself if this thing works. So. You know, if, if now probably they're bad, but uh, it was uh, it was cool for me to um, yeah to start with. I don't them, know. You know. They're part of a really big group of hosting companies. I think they're called EIG or something that own HostGator, Bluehost, mm -hmm. and a whole ton of others. And I think they they are like a, just stack them really high, so they fill up their servers with I don't know a million sites on each server. I don't know just to keep the cost down. But yeah, the performance does suffer. And once you start getting a bit of traffic to your site, you want. And you start like looking at the speed of your site, then that's when you start to think, well, maybe I need to spend a little bit more on my hosting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know you are, I know, uh, and uh, most people here in the chat knows as well that you are a ninja with uh, WordPress. Uh, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, I followed many tutorials, like I was saying, even though that one that you have like four hours tutorial uh, building that uh, cookie. Um, uh, or cakes, cakes uh, store. <laughs> oh, you watched that one? Oh, oh I God. watched that several times, like two times at least. Oh, wow, <laughs> uh, that was a that was a bad idea. I thought because I actually built that site for a client. Someone yeah. paid me to build that site, and I thought, well, I could kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. I'll get paid for it, and I'll also make a video out of it. But then they didn't like it. The well, idea. Well, no, they liked it, but the problem was I I built the site, and I I think that looks great, and I show the client, and just like clients are. Be they just say, okay, yeah, the site's great, but I want to change this and that and this and oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and can we make that font bigger and change the color there? And obviously that doesn't lend itself very well to a tutorial. But hey. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. I, I enjoyed it and it was really helpful. <laughs> um, but if anybody watching this Hangout Live or the replay, um, can you, sh uh, like, and they have skills, like, uh, in, in work using WordPress or or anything related to WordPress, can you share some ways of some uh, ideas on how to make money or how to monetize that skill uh, online? Yeah. Um, seriously, once you can get your head around WordPress and set up a site um, and you know install a theme and actually customize it, and you know when I first started with WordPress, it was a lot harder. To be fair, now you've got things like Elementor and um, the block editor, Gutenberg, and all that stuff that makes putting WordPress sites together a whole lot easier before mm. it was a whole load of short codes and themes like kingdom and stuff, which, you know, are, are really hard to use really. Um, so yeah, once you've learned WordPress, you've got a few options. You can obviously create your own site, yeah, which is a good thing to do, you know, a blog, a niche website, um, an affiliate website, promote Amazon products and add some uh, advertising. You do need a kind of other skill there, which is being able to write 
um, or if you can't write, you need a bit of money to be able to pay for writers. Um, but that's one thing you could do. But before I, I really did that, I was selling WordPress sites to companies and, and things like that. So, um, and I'd be completely open. I've got a couple of videos on my channel about this, but basically, yeah, just um, building websites for, for clients. And I started off building them very cheap. So, you know, just a couple of hundred pounds, a few hundred dollars for a website. And yeah, I'd take a theme and I would just customize it and add their content, add their logo, change the colors. And I'd never come, you know, sell myself as a web developer. I'd always explain from the front that, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take WordPress. And I'm going to take a theme, a premium theme. I'm going to take some premium plugins and I'm going to put together a website for you. And clients were fine with that. And um, in fact, they quite liked it because that would then mean that if for whatever reason our relationship broke down, they could find another WordPress guy who could take it over. So, yeah, I did that. And in fact, I still look after a number of sites that I built for clients even to this day. So it's a great way of kind of creating a, a sort of residual uh, income because you still have to do a bit of work. But, you know, once you've built someone a website, you can charge them for hosting. Um, just set up, you know, get a reseller account with your favorite hosting company and you can do that. Uh, you can charge them for support, um, which they'll pay every month or every year, however you want to do it. And for that, basically, just do some small changes to their site. They'll, they'll email you every now and again and say, oh, can you add this blog post or can you change the logo? And, you know, that's fine. And all you've got to do is make sure that the WordPress is kept up to date and that it doesn't get hacked. That's the main thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a great little business. And a lot of people say, well, how do I get started in that? The way I did it was I, I created a few sites, let's say, for very low cost or even for free for, for a few people. Uh, and if you do a good job, then word tends to get round and people start recommending you because there's a lot of bad web developers out there that, you know, make crappy sites and just mm. aren't very customer friendly and all that stuff so if you can be customer friendly and you can explain stuff on a on a layman's terms when it comes to technology then you'll do well and uh, yeah and i also did a bit of networking which worked quite well so obviously that doesn't really happen at the moment because you can't go out but you know going to local business meetings breakfasts and lunches and just talking to people and asking them and just you know not selling anything but just making relationships a bit like we do in the facebook groups and on youtube and then i found that you know i was getting loads of work and I don't make sites really anymore for people because I'm not very good at managing clients and I find them, uh, they always email you when you're on the beach in Spain or something like that, that they need something <laughs> doing all the websites down and there's a big panic and I, I can't be doing that stress anymore. But yeah, I think the last website that I created for a client, um, I think I charged around 15,000 pounds for it. 15,000. Woohoo. One five. Yeah. So I started nice. selling for a couple of hundred pounds <laughs> mm. and it got up to that point where, because I had the YouTube channel and stuff like that, I, I had a reputation. And also, actually, the client, I didn't really want the client. So I thought, well, if I charge a load of money, they won't go for it. But they still went for it. And, <laughs> oh, well. But it, it had WooCommerce. And stuff. It wasn't just a blog site. It was a, an e-commerce WooCommerce site. But, yeah, I still didn't charge enough, I don't think. But that was about the last one. Mm, but that's, I mean, that's that's nice money. So it yeah. means that you can, you can make, actually... Probably it's not going to be yeah. a residual income, but you you can have a business around your skill as a, if you, if you learn how to use uh, WordPress and how to uh, just build websites in general. Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you remember how long it took you for you to say, okay, I can make money with uh, uh, I can build websites for clients? Um, how long it took you for you to learn those skills <laughs> to the point to say, well, okay, I can a lot build of time, websites. I'm I'm always I'm of the um, the kind of mindset that I'll learn a lot of it on the job, mm -hmm. uh, which 
did cause me some pain at a few points. I remember there was one particular example where I went to see a client. I was introduced by a contact of mine and they'd obviously said how wonderful I was and everything. Um, and I went to see them and they, they wanted, they had quite complex requirements. They wanted to sell like events, uh, event tickets. So I was like, yeah, fine, we can do that. And then they said, yeah, okay, when we sell events, we want to have like a seating plan so people can select their seats. And we also want timetables because we do lots of activities. It was, it was a gym. Mm-hmm. and uh, we want this and that and this. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, it was fine. And I was just thinking in my head, well, WordPress can do anything. I'll just get some plugins. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> so I ended up building a site, and it ended up with like 40 or 50 WordPress plugins, and it started to creak and wow. run really slow. And yeah, <laughs> it was a bad experience, and I kind of learned the limitations of WordPress there. So yeah, a lot of it, I was kind of just winging it a little bit and, and learning as I went. And most times it was fine because a lot of, there's a lot of good plugins out there and a lot of good themes. And once you get to know a few of those, um, then you can confidently sell, you know, like I know that gravity forms is really good for forms and I can do fairly complex stuff with that. I know that WooCommerce is good for e-commerce. Uh, so that was fine, but yeah, I think my, my one bit of advice would be just, it's okay to wing it a little bit, but just don't overstretch it. WordPress does have its limits and if they want absolutely everything, then you might have to just step away and say, actually, you might be better with a, a more bespoke solution for that. And, and yeah, you know, that might be better for them. But generally, yeah, I was fine. And I've just learned a lot on my job, uh, on the job. And I say most websites are pretty similar. They just need a, a nice looking theme, a form and a, a few other bits and bobs. Yeah, I'm terrible with building websites. I think I really, really have no skills in building websites. Even if it's just, uh, you know, uh, uh, Elementor using Elementor, <laughs> I'm just bad with it. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, if you want to save money, you you'll have to do it yourself uh, and learn yeah. how to do it. <laughs> the more you do it, the better that it'll get. And you just learn little things, little tips here and there. So I was I was quite bad at the kind of making websites look really good. So I followed a few videos on YouTube about design, and I just learned that things like making sure the spacing is all even and um, people on my live stream will know that I'm obsessed with padding and stuff and making sure that everything lines up nicely because it can make a website look really, really nice or really, really bad. And it can just be a few <laughs> pixels here or there that make the difference. Yeah, it's, uh, it's true. And uh, uh, now you're mentioning the, the codes and all that stuff. That's another thing that I've learned from your tutorials. Uh, even it was like just a few things, you know, uh, like, uh, the padding and mm. you were using that awful team, uh, kingdom team. Yeah. And you would you have to uh, adjust a little bit here, just a little bit there, but it wasn't working. So you would go, and uh, you would show the source code, and you would do this, and you. I've learned some stuff from that, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I, for ages I was scared of touching the CSS, and um, but then yeah, once you actually dive into it and you realize that it's not actually as complicated as it appears at first glance, and you can make a few changes and and make your site look better. <laughs> it's such a satisfying feeling when you when you do that and you get it working and you might have to play around with it for a few hours and there's a bit of pulling your hair out and all that but once you get to the end <laughs> and the other thing i would say is that i've got a couple of proper wordpress developers um in my contacts that i've, I've just met on the internet in forums facebook wherever and i always have them on hand so if there is something that i can't do <laughs> i can send them a message and generally it'll just be like 50 bucks or whatever and, and they'll fix my problem but that's that's another good thing about networking so you can make friends that have skills that you don't have or you see yeah and just pull on them when you need them and yeah and again that's a business there just by knowing these people because clients will email me and say oh can i do this to the site and then i'll just send a message to the developer and say can we do this to the site and they'll go yeah it'll be a hundred 
bucks. And I'll go back to the client and go, yeah, I can do that. It's 300 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. go, fine. That's what, well, that's great. And everyone's happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I've seen that with, um, SEO, with anything, you know, with anything. Yeah. You, you just, and I've seen, I know people that left UK and they are in uh, Thailand somewhere and they're making some serious money without knowing anything about SEO, but, they know about sales, so they sell the service um, to companies. But then they have someone to they are sourcing the the job somewhere in um, the Philippines or India or whatever, you know. Yeah, well, I think that's how all, all great businesses start. So, before I was doing YouTube, I had a um, uh, an internet marketing agency where we help people mainly with Google AdWords, um, mm -hmm. and this was a good maybe ten years ago. It was quite a long time ago. When Google AdWords was quite a new thing and people weren't really aware of it and uh, and whatever. And um, I was actually had a Wi-Fi business at the time. So that's how long ago it was. Wi-Fi was quite new. And, um, you know, most laptops didn't have Wi-Fi. You had to, you know, install a card to get Wi-Fi. And, you know, so I, was, I had a business <laughs> doing that, which I, I, I hated because it involved crawling around in ceilings. And, and the Wi-Fi never really worked properly. So constant <laughs> clients saying the Wi-Fi doesn't work. But I met someone there at a networking meeting who was doing this Google AdWords and they said, do you want some more Wi-Fi clients? And I was like, yeah, this sounds really good. So they did some work for me. They set up some Google AdWords and suddenly I had all these clients coming in, <laughs> which was good, but also bad because I also had to then go and install loads of Wi-Fi networks that didn't work very well. But um, I just thought, wow, this is amazing. So he was really good at Google AdWords. I was quite good at networking and getting clients. So I said, let's, let's start a business. I'll get some clients that want Google AdWords. You do the work. We'll have a business. Happy days. And basically, that's where that's how we started. And from there, we ended up in California, being invited to Google as as like VIP guests. We had an office in London. We were doing Google AdWords for really large companies that were spending you know thousands of pounds a day with Google. And yeah, basically, I I did the chat and got the clients, and he did all the work. And it was a great <laughs> business, and we grew to about six or seven people, and they were all contractors, and it was kind of the same principle. But yeah, you can definitely build a business just by having a good network of people with different skills. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, for everybody who wants to start a business, there you have it. You can do partnerships if you want, you know. Uh, oh. You know, I, I know about the YouTube. You know about uh, Google. Well, let's make something together. You know, I make the videos and send the people to this. And it's, uh, yeah, it's... It's like Michelle says in here, it's a win-win situation. Exactly. <laughs> I think business should always be win-win. A lot of people have got that old-fashioned idea that when there's a sort of transaction or a deal, there has to be a win-lose. But no, the best businesses, you know, everyone should benefit from, from what's going on. Um, let me go quickly to the chat. And I'm sorry that usually I go much more to the chat. But uh, tonight, the chat is way too fast for me. <laughs> and I know you, Alex, you... You're used to this kind of stuff. You're like, I have 200 people last time I was watching on the on the chat. Uh, I can't, but I, I just want to say yeah. hey to Stephanie. You know, she, she, was, she wasn't there at the beginning. Um, Michelle, uh, again, if you guys have any questions, I know you all know Alex. But, yeah, uh, fire, fire yeah. I've got the chat here as well, so I can see it coming past. Sweet. Um, let me... Uh, ask you uh, oh by the way before i move on you know that you i know that you 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 guys had the office in uh regent's uh, regent's place regent street yeah regent street yeah and uh um i used to work there in debenhams okay like, yeah. <laughs> yeah i used to work in debenhams for like for two years in in oxford street um 
That's a very busy part of London. Oh, he's very busy and he's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Um, do you know what? There's a there's a question that comes so often in the um, in the Facebook groups. Um, I bet in in your live streams as well. It's like, um, uh, especially for beginners, uh, you know, they want to build a website, but they say, okay, um, I, what theme I need for my website? So, like, how to choose for a theme for WordPress, especially for those who want to build an affiliate website? Are there any things that you would look at uh, or you recommend really, to look I, at? It really depends on what you like, but. I, the, my last site, the best reports I built with a free theme. Um, I just wanted something really clean and simple. And I think if you're going to be building a site that's all based around content, then it doesn't need to look too flash. I think a lot of people get stuck on the look and feel of a site. They've got things flying in, you know, and it's all these graphics and stuff. And I think a lot of times too much because you've got to think the people that are coming to your website are going to be people that are typing stuff into Google, looking for information. So they've got a question or they've got a need. So they're going to come to your site and they just want that information and they want it quickly. So it needs to be a nice, clean design, I think, without too much flash stuff. Um, if you can, I would go for a premium theme, generally because you get better support. So if you ever have a problem, and whenever I was selling websites, I'd always go for premium stuff because if, if it didn't work, you could always reach out to developers and they'd help you. I would go for a theme that works well with a page builder, which most of them do now. So something that's running Elementor or um, Brizzy or any of those um, page builders is a good idea. But yeah, don't get too stuck on a theme. Um, I think maybe try a few out. I, and then once you found a good one, just use it for all the sites that you build. It doesn't really matter if they all look quite similar. Um, in fact, you know, if you go for something like Astra, or Divi, which I'm not a big fan of Divi, but I know a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. You can you can create lots of different sites with them. One thing I would um, steer clear of, and again, I've done this with experience. Back in the day, you know, if say a client came to me and they say, I, I want a, a website for my gym, I would go into Theme Forest or somewhere and I would look for a, a theme that was designed around gyms. That's generally a bad idea. Um, right. <laughs> those specific <laughs> sort of themes, you know, made for a pet site or made for whatever. Uh, just a nice versatile general theme that's well supported and very popular that way you'll know that you're going to get regular updates and stuff going back to kingdom theme which we've talked about a little bit which is is a terrible theme in hindsight <laughs> the reason i went for that is because when woozone was you know out back then woozone didn't always play that nicely with with many themes so i went for kingdom because it was written by the same guys that created woozone and i thought the two would kind of mesh together well which they do but the only problem is, is the kingdom doesn't have all the features that you'd expect with the proper theme. <laughs> I see. <clears throat> Dana um, says she, in the chat, she doesn't like page builders. Yeah. But that's because Dana's very, you know, good at creating websites herself. But I think <laughs> for people that are just starting out, a page builder is, is probably the way to go. But yeah, if you don't want to use page builder, then don't because they can slow down your site a little, but I think it's, it's worth it for the, the features they give you. Yeah. I mean, I know Dana, she's, um, she's a developer, right? And oh, what well, I, I think she's, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I use uh, um, uh, Elementor, I like Elementor, it's super easy to use, um, just because I don't have any skills. And <laughs> like I was saying, I, I don't know how to uh, build a nice website either. Um, so you were saying like free version, uh, free, um, Th themes versus uh, paid themes. Is there yeah. 
Is there See, any... I, like, I like premium themes because you get regular updates and you get support, but you know, there are plenty of good free themes. Like I say, I built my last website with a free theme that does have a premium version, but it's just nice sometimes to have that direct contact with the developers. So if you have any questions, mm-hmm. they have to help you if you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, that's a, a, an excellent point. That's why uh, I always, um, you know, if anybody asks about this thing, I always say, just because of the, especially if you don't have any skills as a developer, you don't understand HTML, uh, you know, in any code, uh, any type of uh, code, uh, then uh, it's it's good for you to have somewhere to go and ask, hey, I want to change this on my website or why this is not loading the the way it's supposed to load, whatever. They can, they, someone is going to be there to look it for you and, yeah. and it's I mean, for free. Some of the free themes, they do get offer support via their forums or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. With the premium things, I've even had developers help me with like custom stuff. I'll say, oh, can the theme do this? And they'll say, oh, no, it can't, but we can customize it for you. So uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple of questions in the chat now. I, I've, I've, I've put one here from uh, Steve uh, Wing. Uh, I don't know if he's, uh, he's saying that, would you ever consider writing an ebook? on the whole process i'm not 100 percent sure um, the whole process of um of making a site or just life in general i don't know uh yeah I'm not very good at writing or maybe of the business building a business i don't know yeah um i could do i probably should <laughs> yeah i mean everybody's building everybody's writing a book now yeah <laughs> you should get uh, you should get one uh one of yourself uh, for yourself as well um Alex is asking, uh, does your missus work with you? And what did she think when you decided to, uh, on going solo? Like, you know, okay. working from um, home, baby. That was a long time ago. I, I met, <laughs> met her. I think at the time I would, I had already sort of started the Wi-Fi thing. So I was already on my own. And there was a point where she, she was working with me and we had a little office here in Bedford and she was doing my accounts and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it didn't work out very well. <laughs> and <laughs> what I learned from that is I found that keeping family and business and friends separate, uh, not friends and family separate, but friends and family separate from your business is what is what works for me. And um, she's still a shareholder in my company, which is just us. But um, yeah, she uh, she had a job for quite some time in the local brewery here. So that was fine by me because she worked part time there. And we got to get lots of beer and go to lots of beer events. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not working on my, on my own business uh, like full time, but uh, I, I get like your pain because my missus will be here all the time. Uh, you know, not. I mean, she is helpful. You know, she does support me and all that. But uh, uh, I, I don't think we're gonna be able to work together. <laughs> No. <laughs> to be honest and we we used to work as we used to be uh, live in spain before uk and we used to work in um, uh, casinos and uh, five-star hotels and all that and we we used to work together but it was a nightmare you know most of the times we would find but when it was when it goes bad it's bad <laughs> yeah exactly we fight quite a lot i know i know there's a lot of family businesses that work just fine but yeah it's not for me <laughs> um the, I'm not 100% sure if there's any there's uh, another question here uh, if uh, until I get to the next question let me ask uh, one of mine uh, if you don't mind like um, for, uh, how did you 
Oh, yeah. How did you start it with your YouTube channel? Because uh, I'm a beginner. I'm a U- uh, small YouTuber. Um, like, how did you start it? Or why was the motivation behind it, behind your channel? Um, well, when I had the internet agency, I was, I was meeting lots of people that were doing different internet stuff. So I met a couple of inter- affiliate marketers back then and could see that they were making some good money online. And I found myself, I was watching a lot of YouTubers and I was fascinated by them. Um, people like PewDiePie and some other YouTubers that have kind of fallen away now, in fact, their channels have disappeared. But um, I was watching these guys and I thought, wow, that's the life. You just make YouTube videos and, you know, they're making loads of money from the advertising and, and other stuff. And I just thought, ah, oh, I'd love to do that. <laughs> but then I thought, you know, these guys, they were doing like video game uh, videos or they were doing pranks or I don't know, all sorts of, you know, just vlogs. Um, people like Jake Paul as well and all these other big YouTubers. And I, I thought, well, I can't do any of that stuff. I don't think I'm not, that's not really my thing, but I knew about WordPress. Yeah. So I thought, well, I could maybe do some WordPress videos, tutorial videos, and I can make them kind of a bit fun. I don't know. So yeah, I did. I think my first video was how to install WordPress. And um, then I also thought, hang on a second. I could, I was looking into affiliate marketing as well at the time. And I thought, well, if I do tutorials about WordPress, then I can recommend um, some stuff themes and hosting and plugins and they will have affiliate programs um so yeah that's kind of how it happened and i ended up there making tutorials not because of the affiliate commissions they were there anyway because you have to use some products in order to work with wordpress yeah so um yeah and it was also because i had a i did have an affiliate site around that time as well which was a wordpress affiliate site and it was it was called 101 wordpressthemes.com where right. i was basically just taking loads of themes off theme forest which has an affiliate program and writing blog posts you know like the best themes for a, a golf website the best themes for a photographer and I, it was earning some really good commission um but then i got a letter or an email from automatic the people that make wordpress and they said yeah nice site but you know you can't have wordpress in your domain name because it's a trademark so that was the end of that one <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh lord and um, if you don't get rid of the site, yeah, we're going to take it to court. So that's another thing learned. Be very careful with trademarks in your domain name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was wondering actually if Hasta La Vista, Boss. Uh, I looked at actually before I start this uh, thing with Hasta La Vista, Boss, the YouTube channel, website and everything. I looked at see to see if uh, there's any kind of uh, trademark with it. and And there isn't. So, you know. Now, please don't go ahead and uh, and register this thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a Spanish phrase, isn't it? It's yeah, not even Arnie owns it. Yeah, but I believe some there was something in the U.S. Uh, with Hasta La Vista something. I can't remember what it was, but nothing specifically with Hasta La Vista boss. Okay. Um, there's a question here from Carl. It says, uh, "How do you separate home life uh, with work, or from work?" Or... Uh, with great difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, if, it, if, it, if, um, you, if you don't know, guys, uh, just before I hit live, Alex was, was with one of his kids uh, in front of the camera. So, you know, yeah. it's it's really difficult, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, anyone who's watched my rig, my live streams regularly will know um, a long time ago when my daughter was a, a bit smaller, my wife had gone out that night and I put <laughs> her to bed, but then she kept waking up and screaming and she was sitting on my lap through some of the live stream that night. That nice. Was, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm getting better. In fact, now with this whole lockdown, there's a bit more routine at home because the kids are here and we're doing homeschooling. So like in the morning, I do a lot of the schooling stuff and 
got the afternoon for work and i guess just maybe setting times for working and and family time is probably a good thing and communicating with your partner when mm. you're going to be working so that they can understand because you know you need do need that time to work i'm also getting better at my email i used to be like very responsive on my email so if anyone would email me i'd always want to reply straight away and now i'm trying to just have a certain time of day when i'm just going to reply to the email so I'm, i still reply during the day yeah. trying to not look at your phone as much is a good way of doing it as well because there's always a youtube comment to reply to or there's always a, an email to do but no it, that is it is a challenge to to separate work and home because yeah when you haven't got a job work and home life and just life in general it's all just one all just becomes one there's no start and finish for work because you work whenever you can don't you when you're at home so i do a lot of work in the evening as well in front of the tv and you know on the laptop or <laughs> with the wife uh, sitting there watching the tv on her laptop as well probably but yeah uh, that's that's uh, uh, it I, is a I, challenge I, it is a challenge but you just got to definitely say i'm not working today if I, if you've got something planned then you've got to just say i'm not working today i'm not going to look at my phone not going to look at the email whatever yeah and i i'm i'm sure that uh, it's so difficult to do <laughs> you know easy to say difficult to do <laughs> very um Another question from Alex uh, Cocker says, uh, I know you're, you're doing giveaways at the moment or you're not doing or you're doing, but do you still uh, plan on selling any of your existing sites and documenting the process and all that? Um, I plan uh, on selling bestroofbox.com, which is my current website. Whether I'll sell any of the other ones, I don't know if they've got any value. I mean, some of them are earning a little bit of money. Yeah, maybe I should, because a lot of people are interested on how that process works. And maybe I should list one up on Flipper and just see see what happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure that... Phil's uh, here. Phil is here, yes. Hey, Phil. So... Phil is a great guy when it comes to servers and things, by the way. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've heard... I, I, I haven't talked to Phil. Uh, I know that uh, he's... Uh, either helping you or you guys have some kind of uh collaboration no he he helped me out i mean i don't know again i met him through youtube and he, he offered to i don't know lend me a bit of a service so he does you know dedicated servers and all that kind of stuff and just hosting in general and bit by bit i started moving sites over to him so i said i've still got a lot of sites from clients that i built in the past that i'm still hosting for them But because of the YouTube and everything else that I was doing, I was getting a little bit behind with updating their WordPress sites and all that stuff that I was <laughs> they were they were paying me to do. So I just asked Phil, "Can you do it for me, please?" And he was like, "Yeah, that's fine. That's what I do." So he's taken all of my um, client sites, which were on hosting all around the place. They were on WP Engine, they were on TSO Host, and a few other companies. He's taken them all off all that hosting, put them all onto his hosting. He keeps them all up to date. When a client gets in touch with me and says, "Oh, can you do this to site?" ping it over to phil he sorts it all out for me so yeah he's great and if you're thinking of maybe setting up some wordpress sites and selling them and selling hosting phil's your man because he can be he can be your server manager and deal with all that stuff that that takes up your time and um yeah so that's phil he's in the chat if you want to hook him up hook up with him that's good stuff uh um, remember guys if you if anybody wants to uh um join us here i believe i just uh admitted uh carl uh to the chat so if you guys want to participate if you want to uh yeah. say hi live carl uh, has turned into a chair yeah um <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> but until uh let me
quickly uh, put the uh, invitation in the chat if anybody wants to say hi or something to to Alex live. Uh, there's the link in the description. Sorry, in the comments. Um, <clears throat> but let me move on, Alex, and uh, ask you: uh, Do you have any advice for us? Like myself, Carl is a small YouTuber as well. Um, do you have any advice for us? Like, uh, let me move on, Alex, and uh, ask you. Uh, you have to you mute, mute uh, yourself there, uh, Carl. Oh yeah, mute, mute, mute the video, Carl. Just the YouTube. Mute the mute the YouTube. Advice for us, like. Uh, yeah, I can hear the past. <laughs> it's like a weird time machine. Now. Now is nice, yes. Oh, now headphones are fine. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay, so with YouTube, I don't know. You've just got to keep making videos. That's all, all you've got to do. You've got to just keep making videos. And, and in fact, Leon Angos, who uh, he was on my channel a while back, I watched one of his videos, which was his earnings. And his graph looks exactly the same as a lot of other graphs that I see. You just keep going and your views and your stuff, they just plod along and your subscribers, they plod along. And then suddenly something happens. And I don't know what it is. And you create that one video that you know catches a wave or whatever and then your views and your subscribers start going up and then there's like a bit of a, a momentum and a bit of a snowball effect and it, it just starts to happen and before you know it you've got ten thousand subscribers and then you've got twenty thousand and yeah it just keeps going up like that so that's the only thing i can suggest and i mean there's obviously other little things like i think your thumbnails have a big effect on how many people watch your videos um i don't know i still don't know what makes a great thumbnail but i know they have a big effect <laughs> Um, I don't think you need tools. Um, so I've got tube buddy and there's also vid IQ, which you can pay for. I'm not too sure what value they bring mm -hmm. to anything really. I'm using, um, uh, what's the other one? Tube buddy. Tube buddy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It kind of suggests tags and stuff and whatever, but, uh, but I don't know. And just keep going. Cause it will be one or two videos that let's say will, will do well. Um, and yeah, you never quite know what they are. So, I've got a couple of random videos on my channel. I did one on what is cash and how to clear your, your cash, your browser cash. Mm -hmm. People were asking me all the time when their website and clients as well, they'd say, Oh, the website's not working right. Or you said you've changed something and it hasn't changed on my computer. And I'd go, Oh, clear your browser cache. And they'd go, well, what's that? How do I do that? And I'd go, Oh, and that's a talk them through it. So I created a video on how to do it. That video is like one of the most popular videos on my channel. That's it's weird. You you know what you saying that now, uh, uh, out loud, and uh, I've created a, a, a series of videos on how to go live on YouTube, like how to connect Zoom that we have Zoom now, you and you and yeah. I, to connect to, to OBS and then stream to stream to YouTube. Um, of course, I don't have a big audience, uh, so the videos they have like uh, twenty views, forty views, but there's one of them that um for some reason like you were saying catch on and yeah. it has like 15,000 views uh in in comparison to the other ones that has like only 20 30 40 views so like you're saying i don't know what i don't know what the hell it is but <laughs> <laughs> something yeah, is there yeah alex um, is um carly is asking here question to both of us do you add tags i personally do add the tags yeah, I do. I don't spend too long on it though. I mm. use TubeBuddy to uh, to suggest them. Now, when you upload your video, YouTube even says tags don't really do anything. In the actual tag box, it says they don't do much. So, I think 
they're falling away. I think YouTube is now clever enough to to index your video because it obviously it generates captions automatically. So it's listening to everything you're saying and it's going to use those words to index your video. So I think more important than tags is to actually say whatever it is your video is about at the very beginning of the video. So if you've got a video, you know, on how to change a light bulb at the very <laughs> start of the video, I, I think it's probably a good thing to say, you know, in this video, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about how to change a light bulb. Just so that when Google comes in, it's, that's the first kind of keywords, much like an article when you write an article. Um, because I remember back in the day before Google was big um, and we used to use search engines like Yahoo and, and AltaVista, there was a meta keywords, uh, meta tag keywords, where you basically would add tags to a web page because search engines weren't clever enough to index it properly. So you'd put tags in. So I think they're just an old legacy feature of YouTube that will probably fall away completely soon. <laughs> um, Luke, you have already <clears throat> uh, some people already uh, taking the piece in the in the comments in no, no. this video. <laughs> actually, that's why I start. That's why I actually started the video like this. In this video, yeah. we got... <laughs> I think as a YouTuber, it's good to have a catchphrase. For sure, for sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, something, something that will make people remind you, uh, you know, stick yeah. into their heads or something. Exactly. I think, yeah, to and to have that kind of consistency in every video, people like that consistency. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how that catchphrase happened for me. I just did it in one video, and then I just kept doing it, and now people. <laughs> Are always commenting with in yeah, this video yeah i've seen that i've seen that even in other people uh streams they say in this video yeah um one one eight nine four two three that's a phone number but actually it's someone here in the chat is asking um is rank mat 70 score all right i can't make every post more than that i don't know if you're asking me that but personally i don't look at those numbers at all i don't use yoast or rank mats or any of those uh, SEO tools for any optimization. I do my optimization based on, on the things that I know now, on the things that they know. <laughs> what? what, yeah, what how about I you, Alex? With that. I just think write a good article and then you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, obviously make sure you include your keyword in the title and in, in the odd heading here or there. Mm. But don't get obsessed with those numbers. You can waste hours trying to get up to a hundred or even or whatever or green light on Yoast. Sure, that's same like, uh, you know, trying to tweak your team logo and colors and all that stuff for hours or days. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that important. Just It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, just put the article out there, see where it, uh, see where it lands, give it a few days, um, you know, a few weeks, I would say, depends depending on where your website is. And then if you, if, if you think it's, uh, it needs a little bit more work, go back to it. But don't go by the numbers. Don't go crazy. I even seen uh, one of uh, last videos, Alex, he was saying, don't go nuts with trying to get those green uh, lights. No, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Um, so let me see if there's okay question for both. Uh, Alex Corker says in here, do you find that fellow YouTubers... Um, Hang on a second. Do you find that fellow YouTubers are supportive of each other like some of the ones you featured are? I've heard Alex say before that so and so won't come on his channel. Yeah. Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever been declined. We were talking the other day, I think, on the live stream about a bigger YouTuber that might be, because they're <laughs> bored. Alex Becker, I think. They yeah. might come on channel, but no. Even some of the bigger ones, like Income School, have got a bigger channel than me. They 
come on my channel before. Um, no, I found most YouTubers are supportive, so it's definitely worth doing. I'd love doing collaborations and, and doing these kind of videos. I think it's it's a great way to to create content. And I'm also lucky enough that where I live here, um, I've got a direct train line into London. Not that I'll be going on it at the moment, but before, <laughs> and. I come into London at King's Cross and right next to King's Cross, there is the YouTube um, space it's called. And once you get over a thousand subscribers, you get invited to events down there. Uh, and in fact, they've actually got free full kitted out studios that you can use if you want. I've never used them. I don't need them for my videos, but um, I went to a few events there and I met all sorts of different YouTubers, people that only had a thousand subscribers all the way up to people that had a million subscribers uh, covering all kinds of different topics, you know, Pokemon, beauty, <laughs> uh, all kinds of random photography, loads of random things. And yeah, they were all really friendly and we had great, we shared some great stories about YouTube. And yeah, so I, I found most people are supportive. Maybe some of the big ones won't give me the time of day, but they, you know, they're busy. They get a lot of messages. Exactly. I believe that's, that's one of the things. Uh, now, I know you've been with Emilia Gardner uh, the other day on, uh, on your channel. Yeah. Uh, I like Emilia a, a lot. She actually is the one who inspired me to go out and talk to Doug Huntington that I've known for years. And I I didn't have the courage or, or maybe something uh, to go out and say, hey, Doug, do you want to come on my channel? Then I went to Kyle Roof, which is another uh, very known person in the industry. Then Misha Suski, then this, then that. And... Uh, what I know is that most people will do collaborations with you uh, if you're a small YouTube channel, but you have to be serious and um, and as well, they need to have the time, you know? Yeah. Carl's just suggested, uh, Catherine, her channel has exploded incredibly fast. Um, but again, she's following the what I just said. She's creating fantastic content regularly, like a couple mm. of years a week. So I'll reach out to her. I don't know if she would be up for it, maybe. Who's She's that? overtaken me. I think she was on like 20,000 when I last looked at her channel. <laughs> um, so, uh, what Phil is saying here, what is the best YouTuber apart from WP Ego and Hasta La Vista Boss? My answer, Coin Force. I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, Coin Force. <laughs> um... What is that? I'm just looking. Is he the one that does inventions and stuff? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but let me ask you another question, uh, Alex. Uh, I think uh, I mean it's been already almost an hour here, and this was awesome. I I I loved it. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, man. It's it's. Uh, yeah, Sidetech has said Coffee I love that guy. He's he's made a channel about just going after all these fake gurus <laughs> the ty lopez's and, and these guys and just um you know looking into their stuff with a, a fine tooth comb and just exposing them and and john cristani even had on show but that's a great channel yeah great great angle to come in what coffeezilla coffeezilla yeah check I, him I out. Love that. i mean i love the guy he's just uh he has he has some things that i don't agree with like he he will say that you know paying for training it's rubbish uh or like paid courses and stuff like that. But overall, I like the guy. I like what he does there. Yeah. I'm on a, I don't know. I'm torn with training because there is some good training. Like Doug's training is good. And I got access to the guys from uh, Build Assets Online. I got access to their training. Um, but 
the thing is all the information that you need to create a, a lifestyle that you want is already out there for free it's on youtube it's on the internet you can find it but whether you can find it in the right order and whether it's in a way that you can actually follow it i think that's where sometimes a course is good for people because it has a structure you know start here yeah. do this do this do this and, and, and that plus Plus, yeah. one of the things that I, I I know that even if you have the information in front of you, even if someone puts a little bit more uh, organized information, the problem is uh, uh, take that information and apply it. Yeah, that's you know? the trick, isn't it? That's the trick. I mean, there's many people who know this, uh, how to do a website. They know how to uh, probably uh, write content and put it out there. But when it comes to actually... Uh, yeah, put, put putting in, it all together, yeah. Yeah, it's that's uh, how do you, what's the word for that? Uh, execution, how to execute. That's yeah. That's why most of the times people uh, need. Um, yeah, and I think my major issue with courses, because we've all bought courses, it's something yeah. that you do when, especially yeah, when yeah. you're starting out. Um, is they are often oversold, and I understand these people. They need to sell their course, and to do that, you're going to have a landing page, you're going to have a load of testimonials, you're going to have pictures of checks, you can, you know all that stuff. Um, but I just think they do overpromise. They, they, they're, they're sold like a magic bullet. Like you buy this course and then that's it. Next week you're going to be sorted. You're going to be rich. And we all know that's it's not going to be like that because they can't tell you which niche you need to create a website in. They yeah. can't tell you which products you need to promote. They can show you how they found good products for them. But whether that's going to work for you, I don't it's know. It's a different story. Yeah. So I think courses do have their place. But you know, I think a lot of people maybe buy too many courses and then they never actually do anything <laughs> exactly yeah You're surrounded that's, that's by a lot of courses but they don't do any work and they yeah. don't actually start anything that's that's what that's the true story of people who try to do something they buy they don't apply <laughs> they buy they don't apply oh that's it there's a little rhyme there that's, there you that go. Be... <laughs> um so i was saying it's about an hour alex i have a few more questions if you want uh yeah i've got two or three more, more. Uh, so Steve says here, Steve uh, Michener says, uh, do you do much keyword research or mainly find good titles to write and write naturally or go by numbers in keyword tools, etc.? I think that's the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to get obsessed with the keyword research and um, and doing, you know, keyword golden ratios and using loads of keyword tools. But now... Not so much. Now I just go onto Google. I do some searches. I look at what Google's suggesting. I look at the questions that Google's suggesting and I just create content around them. And that's it. Sweet. I think maybe when you're starting out and maybe if you haven't, if you've got limited resources and you just want to create articles that have got a good chance of ranking, then I think it's useful to do that. Yeah. And for example, I had a great success with Carl, who's in the chat, his service where it's keywords everywhere, where you pay him and he'll do a whole lot of keyword research for you. Yeah, the articles that I created around those keywords did really well. So there is obviously something to it. Um, but yeah, now I just don't really have the time or inclination. So I just, <laughs> and I just, I'm running out of ideas for content actually. So anything that I haven't created content around now, and if it comes up in Google, then I'll, I'll create an article around it. There's only so much you can write about car roof boxes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, once you get to that point, you start, you, if you, if you're, if you're decided to go for, uh, a domain name like Alex, he chose a an exact match domain. Then you don't have where to expand your website. So no, <laughs> I'm pretty limited. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
let me ask you, Alex, uh, what's the one thing you wish you'd known when you started? <laughs> <laughs> like one, one of the I... things that made like big impact on you, uh, like looking back, you know, when, when you started your, um, your online business or online venture. The one thing I, I would say is be very clear in your mind what you want from life. The reason I say this, and this kind of goes back a little bit to the training we we're talking about, a lot of these guys, they in their videos and that they'll be, you know, flying around the world in a private jet. They'll have Lamborghini. They'll have a big house. And you'll think, wow, that is cool. I, I want that. And I thought that that's maybe what I wanted. And when I had my company in London, um, I thought that's what we wanted. And I thought that we wanted an office on Regent Street and, and all that kind of stuff. But it turned out that isn't actually what I want. Because what ultimately happened with that company was uh, an investor approached us. And I thought, well, that's what I want because I've been watching Dragon's Den and The Apprentice and all that. So I, I want someone to come in and, and do my business. But it turned out that's not what I wanted. What I actually wanted was to be able to work from home, <laughs> to be able to earn you know, a modest amount of money, enough money to be comfortable, not enough money to buy a Lamborghini or a private jet. And if you get that clear in your head, it makes everything a lot easier because to try and earn enough money to buy a private jet and Lamborghini, that's a lot of work and that's a lot of money. But to, to earn enough just to be comfortable and to have your own time and to be able to spend time with your family and, you know, go up the shop and not worry about how much everything costs when you do the food shop and have a couple of holidays a year, that's more realistic. And if you can get that clear in your head, it makes everything a bit more easier and a little bit more achievable. Um, and it will stop you going down the wrong path. So yeah, with that company, when we did end up with our office on Regent Street and, uh, and our investor, then it all went wrong. And that was the point that they bought me out of the company and I managed to get out because it wasn't actually what I wanted. And what I had, which was me and a couple of contractors, and we used to meet up in a, in a membership club, that was actually what I wanted. And that was working way better. And in fact, that's actually what the clients wanted. Because when the clients saw that we had this big office, they knew that we we're going to have to put our fees up just to pay for it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just be clear in your head what you want from life. And, you know, maybe it's just you want to earn a couple of thousand a month off the Internet, which is probably plenty for a lot of people. And that would be that would change most people's lives because that's going to be a lot more achievable than trying to, you know, go for a Lamborghini or a private jet. That's uh, that's excellent there, because, uh, it's, you know, if if you have things clear, in life well, where you want to be what you want to do then the path to go there is it's it's going to be much um, much well you know which path you need to walk down yeah yeah uh michelle says uh michelle says here in the chat only one thing uh, freedom to do what you want i guess that's what she wants uh yeah uh, carla as well says i want to uh i want more freedom to spend uh time with my friends and family that's why he works 15 hours a day affiliate marketing to get that yeah, Carl, you should definitely check out. Carl's got a channel as well. Very, uh, I was going to say small then, but I was gonna, let me say an upcoming YouTube channel. It's very new. He's yeah. only posted a few videos. Um, but Carl is one of those people that has now is very, very focused on. And again, that would be my other bit of advice. Focus on one thing. It's very easy as an entrepreneur. I'm terrible at it. Trying this, doing that, registering 100 domain names, starting 15 different websites. It's often better just to focus on something. And Carl is getting extremely focused on that he wants to change his life and he's just putting the hours in and you know i'm sure it will pay dividends for him his site is flying and i'm sure his youtube channel would as well 100 percent, 100 percent. 
Stephanie says, uh, good advice. Uh, Dana says, I agree. I just want my own place and not worry about unexpected expenses. Phil says, the driver for me becoming a business owner was getting out of the corporate uh, bull crap, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That came with uh, working for a large company. Now I get to spend my um, I, now I get to spend way more, much more time with family and friends. Uh, yeah, I mean those those are just those are realistic goals in life, I guess. You know, yeah. if you want to have a Lamborghini, that's fine as well. That's awesome. That's but it's not that realistic. Uh, in uh, maybe I don't know if if it's uh, you're gonna. <laughs> be... the, other, the other thing is I like I also think. That a key thing you want to get with your life is just to remove things that bring you stress and, uh, and pain. <laughs> and in fact, talking about, we mentioned, I mentioned Alex Becker earlier. He's, he's now kind of gone, he calls it woke, but he's a, a millionaire mm. and he used to film his videos and he had a Ferrari in the background. Um, yeah. Video. Yeah. Everybody knows that video. <laughs> yeah. But now he's, he's got rid of all of that because the thing with the Ferrari is it's going to bring you a whole load of stress into your life. You know, you can't just pop up the shop in your Ferrari and, and park it out the front of the shops. Really? Well, I wouldn't round here. Um, <laughs> you know, you have every time you need a new tire, it's going to cost five thousand pounds or whatever. Um, you know, you don't want to bring it out in the winter. It's just it's just going to be a headache. It's a yeah. bit like wearing a tuxedo all the, all the time, isn't it? You, you don't need that. It's just going to be stressful. So it's really kind of put things in perspective when you actually look at what you want from life. Generally, it comes down to time because we time is the most precious thing we've got um so you know if you can free up a bit more time to do what you want and do things you can enjoy life will be good look uh, what uh look what stevie says in there you know remove stress but divorce is so expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need a little bit of stress in your life You're yeah have you just have to keep that balance right <laughs> yeah um so everybody i'm gonna ask now my last question to alex um uh, and if anybody wants their last question. Now is the time to put it there. It's uh, it's getting to be late for both of us here in the UK. It's almost ten o'clock. So um, my last question, Alex, is uh, where do you um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Like, do you have any cool stuff uh, boiling there in the uh, in the you know? Uh, you have anything in the pipeline? What plans do you have? Well, yeah, I'm going to keep doing what I want. I want to obviously grow my YouTube channel some more. I'm, I'm going to take my project site, which is Best Reproducts, and I'm going to try and take that through to completion. So I want to be able to build it up to a, a good four figures a month income and then sell it. Um, but before then, I might also explore things like dropshipping, which is an area that I've not done much in. In fact, I, I played around with it a little while back with AliExpress, and, and that didn't go so well. I've documented that on my other channel. Yeah, I want to go back to that, and um, I want to set up a new recording studio. Really, because oh, <laughs> I'm nice. in this really small office. You can't see it because I've got the background on. But um, those of you that have seen my videos will know that I'm in a really small office. So I also want to tidy the office and then maybe build up into the the loft and create a nice recording studio where I've got a bit more room to do some more more stuff. But yeah, no, I haven't got any you know huge plans. Just have more time. It'd be good when we can all go out again and see our friends and family and and all that. But, just carry on helping people and that's really i get a lot of um a lot of joy out of just helping people and i get a lot of and that's one of the great things about helping people on youtube is you get a lot of messages from people <laughs> saying you know i created this website and it changed my life and you know i really like that 
<laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure. I mean, even even myself, uh, I'm nowhere near uh, where you are. You know, in in terms of uh, success with your entrepreneurial business uh, journey and all that. But even myself, when like Carl, he said uh, he said um, when he started his YouTube channel, he said that he was inspired by my YouTube channel. So that made my day. That made my yeah. week. That made my month. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I completely understand. Um, no, yeah, you get these messages in, from different countries. I get people from India and <laughs> America and yeah. all around the world. And you just think, wow. That's also that awesome. In indeed. Um, so if you guys don't have any questions, I don't see any question uh, popping now. I thank you very much, everybody here in the chat. Phil, um Phil, Thank Dana, uh, yeah. Helen, Michelle, Cytex, uh, uh, Steve, uh, the other Steve. <laughs> There's many Steves tonight. Uh, I appreciate everybody being here tonight. Thanks again, Alex. This was awesome. I really appreciate for you, uh, you know, uh, reaching out and. Uh, uh, no, I mean, really. Well, I was just I felt left out. I see you had like Doug on and, um, <laughs> and Amelia and all those guys. I thought, hey, <laughs> something I said. He's not not asked me. I mean, I was about to ask you, to be honest, because I, I actually have been talking on Skype with Carl. We had a, a, a Skype call and we're talking about business and all that. And uh, he said, uh, well, you we should have Alex. Uh, we should talk to Alex. I said, of course, we should talk to Alex. But then before that, you reach out and uh, that was awesome. It was like uh, out of well, nowhere. Carl's going to come on my stream in a couple of weeks, hopefully, for a chat. So that's sweet, sweet. And you are more than welcome on, to, on, on as well. We can either do it live. I've never done one of these live. To be fair, normally I would record it and then edit it all the all the bits out that I don't want. But no, this, I, is a, this is a cool I love way. The, it. I love the, no, you don't have to worry about the editing; it's done. Uh, exactly. And now I'm gonna just end stream, and that's it. Job done. You can go grab a beer and relax. That's it's it. all done. <laughs> so that's the beauty of the live stream, and the beauty as well is that you know anything can happen, and it's more much more exciting for me. Uh, yeah. I, I hope you, you enjoyed it as well, Alex. And uh, I did. Again, guys, stay focused because we're going to get rid of that boss, okay? Thanks yeah. for watching. <laughs> That's a catchphrase. I like it. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Bye.